Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow! I'm Sam Delaney, so what? Welcome along, it's the start of another week, the weekend has been and gone, uh, interesting weekend football-wise, um, would you like yeah. me to begin oh, by updating us on the predictions? Football. Yeah, go on then. It's a football podcast, Sam. That's what we're here for. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. It's called Top Flight Time Machine. It's named after the Top Flight, the Premier League. I thought I was doing my other side pod about fruit. <laughs> we'll get rid of that in a minute. Just get this football yeah. shit out of the way. Um, results spot predicted two correct 1 0 results this weekend. Oh, that can't. Chelsea, Newcastle, and uh, where's the other one? Yeah, Wickham Wanderers versus Sunderland. So. Eight points for results, but seven Jesus. points for Andy Dawson. Did you, um, what did you get? I got Manchester United Liverpool one one. I almost wow. put money on that as well. Good prediction. And uh, two points for Sam Delaney. Not a good one. Oh, I've been knocked off the top spot. You have. Two. I points. think that's the first time I've been knocked off the top spot this season. I think that Everton West Ham, you know, did for you. Because you thought that was going to be um, two 0 to West Ham, two 0 West Ham, yeah. Bad performance, yeah, uh, yeah. West, it, it turns out I, that I have I been didn't tricked. Mean West Ham, once. I meant you. No, sorry, go on. I did mean it's West been, Ham. I've been tricked out once again by West Ham in the what forty years that I've been following them. Mm. I've been consistently tricked for a good. Thirty to thirty-five of those seasons. <laughs> Every time, of um, thinking, oh, I think we're good. And this season, I was really certain yeah. of it. I was, like, as you know, I predicted we were going to win the league. Yeah. Well, that was I've weird. got, I've got to say to to you and and the rest of the counters listening, as it stands today, mm. on Sunday, the whatever it is of October, twentieth of October, twentieth yeah. of October. I've got to say my title dreams are fading because West Ham, in actual fact, don't look good. We, in fact, mm. look shit. Right. And that is a big disappointment to me. But that's football, I suppose. Uh, but having said that, the league leaders did drop two points this afternoon. So you could that's have the only thing that's of that keeping yesterday. my dreams alive. Yeah. You know, you've got to keep only going. Thing that's keeping... uh, we were absolutely wiped out. I had such a nice weekend lined up. It was it was basically a re- the whole weekend surrounded what I call living that rig life, yeah. Which is what I do, what you do, what a lot of cunters do, yeah. Especially when it's the off season on the coins, <laughs> like in the summer months, you spe- you tend to live that coin life, yeah. But then once the the evenings draw in, it's all about living that rig life, it's especially cozy, at weekends, isn't it? yeah. And I I was so delighted about we're away from home. 
but at 12.30 on a Saturday. So your Saturday gets off to a super good start. Well, it can make or break it, can't it? It can make or break your entire it, yeah, weekend. Yeah, bro- that's exactly right. It broke the weekend because yeah. I, the whole weekend was based on that. And after that, to be honest, I've struggled to motivate myself to do anything other than live that rig life. But I can tell you it's been a really good rig life weekend Sometimes for me. that's I've, all you need I've to do. I've not left though. the rig practically at all. Sometimes that's all you need to do. You just need to take stock of everything, just switch off. Mm. You know, that's get, what I did. Just, you know, get yourself, you know, curled up in your rig and just, you know... Make a pot of tea. Reset your demons. I, d- I didn't even go over to my mum's for lunch like I usually do today. I told her I had a mild bug, mm. which I think I do. Right. Um, but if my sickness is rigitis, then I don't want to cure. <laughs> Injected because into my veins, as they say. The rest of the family went over to my mum's. Right. And I had the house to myself, and I got I got made a pot of tea. Yeah. I um, got the blanket over my legs. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got the laptop out just to deal with various bits of admin, but mm. fun admin. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and I had the TV on with the build-up, so I got to watch, um, you know, uh, Roy Keane and Jose Marino and Graham Souness doing the build-up. Again, I've missed that one. My son's got um, key assessments at school this week, so we've got lots of revision mm. to do. He's got three tests tomorrow, so we've been revising oh, no. all afternoon. Oh. Science, Spanish, English. Oh. Fucking hell. Yeah. Have you had to learn Spanish just to help him? Yeah, I've been learning uh, 1 to 20 in Spanish. Have oh you seen it when God. it gets to like fucking 16 and 17 and 18? It's a fucking right. nightmare. It's really? barely legible. Yeah, well, that's I'd, the Spanish for I'd, you. I can't think of any circumstances in Spanish why you'd need to use 16, 17 Mate, or 18. You're talking but... about you're talking about a people who don't have their tea till gone midnight, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, the kids these are three not... in the morning. These are people who instinctively like to complicate things. Yeah. You know? And when they do have their tea, they don't put it all on one fucking plate. Mm. They divide all the ingredients up into about 20 little tiny dishes. Like little buffets. Saucers, really. Yeah. With each part, each component of your tea on a different saucer. Yeah. I mean, everything about their culture is about complicating things. Sounds fucking great. So uh, yeah, I've been doing the only that. good thing the Spanish do is that they they to be fair were the trailblazers for kipping in the day. Yeah, which is something now we're very fond of. Oh Jesus, yeah. So the rig life weekend, um, rig life weekend hashtag rig life all weekend. It was great. Um, yesterday I spent most of the, the day in my rig, and then in the evening some friends were coming around. My mates. My mm. mate was coming around with his family and we all get together because the kids like to get together around this time of year and have a Strictly Come Dancing night where they all watch it all together right, yeah. and everyone votes all that, right? So it's a bit of a tradition. Um, and I'd laid on pizza. Just it, it was I, I said I'd cook, but because I was feeling a bit with this laid low with this mild bug yeah. that I've spoken of. All I did was get a load of oven pizzas and knock up a bowl of salad to like go with it. Hell. As a concession. What more could you want? And then, uh, but I didn't even get out the rig. When they all sat around the table, mm. like our dining area, our dining rig is sort of open plan, you know. So the the, mm. the TV, my main rig, what would you call that? Your principal rig? Uh, Yeah, I guess so, yeah. 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 I remained in my principal rig <laughs> while they all ate, just looking at the telly. With, with the blanket over your legs. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I kept going, yeah, sorry. 
Sorry, I can't join you. I've got this bug, see? <laughs> Could you not take advantage of the situation and wear a Dick Turpin mask over your mouth? Nah, I did That'd go for. I did. The other thing is, I mean, to be fair, this is my best mate, and I've you know, and known his his missus for a long time as well. So I, it, they're the sort of they're the best mates to have over because I didn't even bother dress, getting changed out of my rig wear, yeah. which was full full tracksuit and slippers. Nice. Didn't bother. They're coming round. Didn't bother. Hadn't shaved. What's the point? It's I know them so well. Fucking rig weekend. Why invite people to your house? Never invite someone over to your house whereby you've got to get changed in your no. own house. That's that's. Never have a friend round that requires you to shave. You're providing no the hospitality, point. so therefore you need to make minimum yeah. effort. Exactly. You know, personal Answer life. the door with a look that says, this is me. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Stand there, arms outstretched. Have a look. If you like it, come on in. <laughs> if it's not for Drink you... Drink it in. Off if you it's go. not to your taste, TTFN. fuck off around a different mate. <laughs> now, what I'm getting around to, of course, is uh, probably the main order of business is yeah. that after we'd watched Strictly... The wall came on, and I went, oh, fuck, I've heard of this. This is what Danny Dyer's doing. My mate went, fucking watch it, mate. And I said, have you seen it? And he went, I haven't seen it, a whole show. He goes, but I've seen a trailer where Danny Dyer holds his arms out as if he's beckoning on Millwall's top boys. <laughs> and, he, and he says, to the wall, give us some reddies, you mug, to the wall. <laughs> And I thought, no way. But it checks out. That's actually what Danny yeah. Dyer says in one of the promos. And so I was like, all right, we're watching this. So we watched it. And the only person who enjoyed it more than me and my mate was Len. Good. Who I allowed to stay up. And he says it's the best television program he's ever seen. Yeah. And this morning woke me up real early so we could go back and watch episode one on iPlayer, which we did first thing this morning. <laughs> and if anything, it was even better than episode two, was which it? aired last night. I, I, yeah. I watched episode two in preparation for today's podcast. And mm. it was, fuck me, it was a roller coaster of emotions, Sam. Yeah, Jesus it really Christ. Was. By the end of it, I was wondering whether this couple were going to get counselling from the BBC. Because well, I mean, do we get, are we going to give away spoilers and stuff it, it, like that? Because I don't think we can do the full spoiler. But he, he, the husband, first of all, as Danny Dias pointed out really early when she went into the isolation unit, yeah, right. He goes to it. He goes to the bloke. <laughs> you did well pulling her, didn't you? Because <laughs> she was more attractive. She was objectively more attractive than him. Well, obviously, Plus, yeah. He was very highly strung. Yeah. The bloke. Yeah. And that's why at the end when things turned out the way they did, <laughs> I thought, fucking hell. I don't know how he's gonna, whether he's going to be able to cope. It was, there was no telling how, what he was going to do because he was a highly, he was an emotionally volatile man from Bolton. He handled it in the best way that he could have handled it on the face of it. I don't know what it was like afterwards <laughs> yeah, once they, so that's they got off stage about. and all of that when they were just together alone. But, um, Fucking hell! But the, the wall in itself—if it, you ever played the game Peggle, the the game—it's no. kind of like that where you've got. Is that balls. what it's based on? Basically, it, the, yeah. There's a coin drop element to it. There's a slight coin yeah. influence, isn't it? You got balls that yeah. are falling down between pegs. Um, what's it called? Is it Plinko or something like that? Nah, I don't no. know. Not Kaplunk. Nah, that would be a good game. R- huge Kaplunk. Yeah, massive giant. And they've Kaplunk. got to climb up and pull the straws out. It's- 
it's hard to explain. If you haven't seen the wall, it's hard to explain. You've got to watch Not, it. It's complicated, but in the, the best way, because... The, there are a lot of rules, and but that is why it, I think it sustains 50 minutes, which is quite long for a game show, because there are so many elements. And, and every time you think... It's like a great movie where every time you think you've seen the last twist, yeah. another twist emerges. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a plot line, isn't there? there there's there's non-stop jeopardy, and that's yeah. what you need in a game show. Yeah. You need a game that has inherent jeopardy built into it every turn. Did, and every time you think they're in the clear, or every time you think they've blown it, there's always some, one more thing that yeah. can still happen. And Dyer sort of presides over the whole thing with, well, I mean, he just... It, 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 with a plomb, is all he's, I can he's say. He's like a Cockney circus barker, I think. He is, yeah. Because he's really different to any other host we've seen before. Because what he doesn't do, you've got your, your classics of the genre. For me, it's like Brucey and, and Monkhouse were yeah. the two greatest ever game show hosts, right? And they were both like Monkhouse was a joke machine, mm. right? And then Brucey was he did sort of did jokes, Brucey, but he was more about creating a spirit. Yeah. And the other thing Brucey was really good at was just ripping the piss out of the contestants. And then probably the third of the game show Holy Trinity would be Noel, because what Noel was good, Noel couldn't do any jokes or really generate an atmosphere other than to he could infuse things with suspense and, and drama. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that that didn't warrant it at all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Hence, hence the success of boxes. Deal or no, de- yeah. no Deal, yeah. But what Dyer That's doesn't conform to any of those things. D- Dyer turns up unshaven, mm. like he looks like he's off the back yeah. of a three-day hangover, right? <laughs> he sort of almost, he almost flagrantly doesn't really care about the rules, <laughs> right? Um, he doesn't. He doesn't bother doing jokes, right? He sometimes, his eyes wander, like yeah. you do when you've got a hangover, like he's thinking about something that had happened night before. And yet none of this stops it being absolutely brilliant. I love, and I love the how guests he, love him. I love how he's got into this on the back of his EastEnders success. But if he'd yeah. come along to audition for this and done what he does, he'd be just escorted yeah. from the building by security straight yeah, away, they'd just he? go, no way. Yeah. What, what are you bringing to it? Yeah. But it doesn't it's matter. Insane. And all... All he needs to do is chuck in a couple of his bits. Like the loveliest bit on episode one was, which I watched this morning. I, like basically last night, ten minutes in, I was hooked. Yeah. Like just the fact that he's on the BBC calling these contestants "babe" and "baby" all yeah, the way yeah. through. Yeah, come on, then, baby. Go on, baby. Do it. <laughs> do, do your best now, baby. Go on, baby. You're lovely, right? And my missus and my mates' missus are like. He can't say that, that is which is just age. making me enjoy it yeah. even more, yeah. right? Because he's got them all clutching their pearls with outrage, right? And uh, and so he's he's come out with a few classics, and of course the trailer bit where he says, uh, <laughs> "Give us some readies, you mug." But then in episode one, at one point, he says, "It's two sisters. It's not a couple. Oh, it's right. two sisters okay. in episode one, and they're playing because <laughs> they're from Leeds, right?" Which, by the way, Dyer goes, from Leeds, aren't you? That's a proper gaff, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a proper gaff, right? And they go, yeah, it's done it. Right, that. Um, and, he, <laughs> and he goes, uh, what are you playing for? What do you need the money for? Right? And they go, yeah. oh. What's this about? Wanna, what are you doing here? What's your agenda? All right. And she, they go, well, we want to take the whole family out to see my mum's brother 
who's who's in Australia. He's <laughs> moved to Australia, and and we ain't seen him right in nine years. And I thought to myself, well, he's a fucking cunt then, isn't he? Yeah, he's fucked off. He's fucked off to Australia, and he hasn't made the effort to visit or kind of try and fly one of you out there mm. for nine fucking years. He doesn't deserve you all going out. Anyway, probably that's another want to story. See Just guessing. No, yeah, who knows? He's probably sitting watching the live yeah. feed on BBC iPlayer or something, yeah. giving it, oh, fucking hell. hell. Fucking lose <laughs> when the balls are coming down the wall. He's, he's urging the Red Bulls to go into the 50K <laughs> slot. Right. Uh, um, so anyway, he's done all that, and he goes, uh, right, you know the bit where the Red Bulls drop? And you're going to find out if you're gonna how much money they remove. And yeah. he goes, oh, it's tense, isn't it? Let's see what the wolf's going to do. And he looks, he goes, what do you reckon? Do you reckon it's about to take some liberties? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Danny, you're talking about a wall. And like, what's amazing, and he goes, is it going to take some liberties? He sort of looks at it like he's ready to like smash its face in. And what's amazing is, is that it's like the wall in the eyes of Danny and the contestants, and the audience, and even us sitting at home, even though it's just an inanimate object, it takes on a personality yeah. of its own. And you only need to watch for five minutes before you start thinking of it it's, as having human characteristics. It's, it's got elements of results spot for me. It does, yeah. Doesn't it? But it's it's sort of more sinister because it's dead-eyed. Yeah. It's just a wall. There's That's no all it is. It, is there? There's not a face. It doesn't do anything. It's completely dispassionate. And yet you do find yourself going to Danny... Saying out loud, like, because me and Len are talking all the way through to Danny Dyer, yeah. right, answering his questions and stuff. It's one of those games where you're well, totally invested he's, in he's it. He's one of your people, isn't he? So that's why you would do that. Well, I, Len I didn't goes, find myself doing that. Jalapeño. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Jalapeño. Len said to me, I really like this guy. I really like him. Who is he? And I went, who is he? I went, he's off EastEnders. You yeah. know, Len's never seen EastEnders because, you know, obviously we're very middle class and he only watches documentaries about nature and course, so forth. Yeah. And I said, I said, he's a he's massive West Ham fan. And then he's, and I, and then he's like, oh, fucking hell. I absolutely love the <laughs> it's bloke. It's his new god. Brilliant. <laughs> Lenny last night was chanting 
the wall. Yeah. He was going, whoa, 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 whoa. After the show was over, he's that into whoa, it. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We've got a date, me, him and my best mate, we've got a date every Saturday night from now on for the rest of the run to watch it. Watching the wall. Um, but it's like you said to me in your text, the way in which people think of it as a character yeah. is also reflected in the way in which when the balls are dropping, the contestants start running <laughs> at the wall and shouting at it. instructions. Go on, yeah. to the left, to the left. No, get it in there. <laughs> As if they could the bloke from him. Bolton, I thought he was going to jump on it like, and start trying to climb up it and rattle it and shake it. like You, you see people getting frustrated with a fruit machine, don't you, Give sometimes? And they start trying to be... A, I thought he was going to attack the wall. Yeah. Now, I've got a fun fact about the wall. Okay. Because my mate, he'd see, the other reason he was really into it, having not ever seen an episode, was he'd seen Danny Dyer on Jonathan Ross promoting it. Okay. And he said it was really funny because Dyer tried to explain it and then just went, to be honest, I can't really explain the rules. You're better off just watching it. It's, it's <laughs> off its fucking nut. <laughs> he kept saying that, didn't he? he kept going, this, this has been absolutely nutty, this, yeah. isn't it? You've been on a right nutty little journey. Yeah. Right. And uh, so he admitted he couldn't explain the rules of his own game show. But that's, get that's this, right? the charm. The studio is in Poland. They went what? to Poland and filmed the whole series there because apparently there's no. Dyer claimed you couldn't get a wall that big in any studio in the UK. That figures. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Weren't big enough. That, so we had to find one out in Poland, yeah. right? So they've gone out to Poland. Danny, the key members of the uh, television crew, yeah, and the um, and the contestants, right, and, and they all friends, like stay in a hotel got, and their mates who they have in the audience, yeah, which is weird, inexplicably. I thought yeah. they were going like, to contribute something, but, but they didn't, did they? But do you know why they do that? What rewatch it, right? They have the friends and they do a spotlight on them and they talk to them. Look behind the friends, right, and there's loads of people sitting in the shadows, right, <laughs> right. looking really perplexed by the whole thing because they're all Polish, right? They speak no they English. They fucking get a renter crowd in Poland <laughs> and they don't speak a word of English. And Danny Dyer apparently said to Jonathan Ross, yeah, I mean, the rest of the audience, they're all Polish. They didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> we just, we and left all the sure sign enough, up and tell them when to clap. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the show, if you look while the credits roll, there's a few English names, and the rest of it, all Polish. like the cameramen and all the rest of it, everyone's Polish. So there so you go, a little this, fun fact Does about this mean it. if we have Brexit, then we're going to lose the wall immediately? Well, there's a risk of that, I suppose. Shit. Fucking hell. I tell you what, I would have been out on that march yesterday yeah, through London that. if I'd not that. Yeah, well, My missus went, but I was like, fucking West Ham Everton's on at 12.30. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for democracy, but... Let's get our fucking priorities straight. A couple of more things about the wall. Getting back to that politically incorrect sort of stuff you were talking about earlier. Did you see when, when she came out of isolation and he went over and gave her a <laughs> hug and he went, oh, I've missed you. <laughs> 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 fucking great. <laughs> oh, I've missed you, doll face. <laughs> I've missed you. Oh, you had a right result when you pulled her, didn't you? Come here. Me, put my arms around you. <laughs> And uh, have you seen have you seen who it was devised by? There's three you names. Are. There's three names of people who devised the wall. One of them, oh yeah, LeBron James, NBA no player. Way. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I thought I was seeing things. <laughs> LeBron James. So it's a big deal yeah. in America. This show. Yeah, yeah. 
Fucking hell, there's amazing. LeBron James and there's a fella who um, who runs his business empire, his entertainment empire that comes out of the whole NBA stuff. So I don't know how hey much. Man, I don't know how much. I got it, a cool. It, I, yeah. I got a cool game show idea, and I want this guy Danny Dyer to present it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, LeBron James is obviously just ball obsessed, isn't he? With the basketball and that. Yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah. You see where he would it comes have had from. The idea when he was warming up once. Yeah. yeah. Great, um, um, great show, and uh, you know, I know a lot of cunters saw me tweeting about it and uh, tuned in themselves. And I would encourage everyone to rig up on a Saturday night and get yourselves watching the um, the wall. Get as your much family together because it's proper family telly. It's really good. Like literally, everyone's shouting at the TV. Len was practically crying. Right, I mean. Honestly, you think the drama in episode two's big? The drama in episode one, if anything, really? is bigger. Oh, I'm watching that yeah. tonight. Then I'm watching that. Watch it tonight. I, it's it's amazing. I was the, just... the amazing thing is in some shows. I've realised just from the first two episodes at the denouement of the show, <laughs> you can think that people who have won have in fact lost. Yeah, and vice versa. So it, without any spoilers, in one of the episodes, you feel like the people who've actually who've who've actually done well but you feel like they've done really badly and that's how they feel. And in another show, the exact opposite. So what it means is LeBron James is a genius because he's built into this show. No matter what happens in the end, there is huge drama and heartache. Yeah. Do you know what it's like? It's like one of those choose-your-own-adventure things where you've got so many different options of which which road you can go down and what you can do. Imagine choose-your-own-adventure but with dire. Fucking hell. It's just the best. It's the best show. Episode two, my jaw absolutely hit the fucking floor at the end because I didn't yeah. know what the I didn't know what the, the format was I didn't know what was coming <laughs> Jesus Christ it's got so many tricks up its sleeve you start, at first you think this is simple yeah and then there's just more layers more yeah. layers more layers I'm trying to think of a film that it reminds me of I mean it's a little bit like the usual suspects but um anyway yeah. Daddy, that's the Daddy Dyer walks off at the end trailing his yeah, leg with a limp. and then and, walks yeah. it, and then the limp disappears and we've all been done. Um, I, I had one other football opinion, uh, right. which is watching that game this afternoon, which was a pretty poor game, Liverpool Man United. Fucking, I actually, and I, I swore that I'd never show an interest in this subject because it was too fucking tedious and everyone had an opinion. But I now realise I actually hate VAR. Yeah. It's absolutely stupid. Yeah. In the first half, Liverpool, this is a massive game. Some people would argue it's the number one. I think it remains the most watched club match in the world, yeah. right? Because of the size of the global audiences. Huge tension, huge excitement, a packed stadium. Fucking amazing, almost right? Always, you always tune in. And almost always a really terrible match. Yeah, but you've got all of this stuff surrounding it, right? We've got two goals within about 10 minutes of each other in the first half. Both of them... The sides, the sides, the teams and the fans couldn't really celebrate and none of us at home could because the moment the ball went in, you looked yeah. at the ref, which you instinctively do anyway, even before VAR you did that, and the ref sort of kept his hands by his side and yeah. looked around not knowing whether or not to announce goal. And then we all had to sit there. And that is now the, the greatest moments in football yeah. are the moments when the goals go in. Yeah, The moment of excitement and revelation, right? The euphoria... They've taken the most magical part out of football. It, it's almost like it's it's off the wall, and it's like there's there's a twist. It's like right, the ball is in the back of the net, yeah. but no. now the Hold scientific inquest must begin. Yeah. 
Hold on, babes. Now, Sit back, you've everyone. got to go. <laughs> you've got to go, babes. Great. Well done. But it's not safe. is it going to count? It's not safe. Let's, uh, let's ask Angela Rippon. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the other thing yeah. I like about the wall, right? You know, like, going back to, like, Brucey or whatever, there's always, like, a catchphrase. So every single part of the game, they sort of elevate even the mundane mechanics of any game by giving them snappy titles or catchphrases, yeah. right? So with Bruce, he's always like, you know, nothing for a pair, not in this game, right? And uh, what do points win? Prizes, right? And that, that's a really good sort of way of delivering a game show because obviously there are boring mechanical bits, but if you've got a host who can dress it up with something a, a little bit funny or engaging or memorable, then that's good. But in the wall, <laughs> right... There's a simple bit where an answer is given to a question and then there is a reveal about whether the contestant has got the answer right or wrong, yeah. which in turn has a huge impact on the next stage. So it's an exciting bit, bit like but it's Vaughan. a bit of business. You've got to get out of the way. Like and I thought, how are they going to spin this, right? Mm. And they've got the voice of Angela Rippon, whose face they never show, yeah. which is a bit sinister. And to me, adds in some way to the, to the slight <laughs> un-PC nature of the show. But anyway, right? And... It, Danny's catchphrase for that bit when they find out whether the answer is right or wrong is Angela, is it right or is it wrong? That's it. Are you thinking, how long did it take the writers to come up with that? Angela, really massive moment of tension. Is it right or is it wrong? Well, is that it? Can you afford something that rhymed? Do you know what I mean? Even Paddy McGuinness comes up with something. I kind of almost went up to say, is it right? Or is it not? <laughs> For a bit of a spin, a bit of a twist on it. I'd also like to see Angela Rippon's, um, it, Angela Rippon being kind of hologram form, like Patrick Moore used to be on Games Master. That, yeah. Just floating. It feels like something's missing when he mentions that and he yeah. and he does this whole routine. Oh, I'm obsessed with She's gorgeous. She's bloody lovely. And you sort of think, if she's as gorgeous as you're saying, mate, why aren't they letting Get her, her on. on camera? She obviously could. Because I'm suspicious. She's, cl- she's clearly not in Poland. She's clearly doesn't it, well, yeah, done the trick it, uh, out. We, uh, no, I'm fuck, we're not two. fucking flying ripping over as well. It's no point. We'll just have her fucking voice. <laughs> Angela, we want you to do the questions for this new game show. Are you up for it? Oh, it sounds fantastic. <laughs> Very different to what I'm used to. Yes, I'll definitely do it. Second thing is, it's in Poland. No, nope, forget it. <laughs> Don't worry, then. Just, just re- record something into this flow. We'll just take We'll it. use your voice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, with the old VAR, it is like that. It stops, and then you imagine Dial swaggering on in his double-breasted yeah. suit. But VAR, is it right or is it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, VAR's had a really bad weekend. I know we don't want to talk about this shit all the time, but VAR's had a really, really rough weekend. VAR seems to do all right for about three or four weeks, and then it has a fucking mm. mare. And this weekend, it's had a I mare. reckon they should pack it in. I reckon yeah. they should pack it in. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Just let that because the amount of goals so far, I can't think of any goals that were like what we wanted was things like the Frank Lampard like goal against Germany mm. to to be ruled out, right? Yeah. But I can't remember a single clean, clear cut goal like that. What I can remember is goals that have been disallowed because someone in the build up was half a millimetre yeah, offside the, the- their toe, and I think that we would rather. You'd always rather have a goal than not a goal yeah. in a game. Yeah. And so if you're going to get goals, more goals ruled out than ruled in because of tiny technicalities, yeah. then it automatically, that, that takes something away from the yeah, game as well. It automatically means fewer goals. goals. I'm talking about goals. Yeah. It's all about goals, isn't mm. it? 
It's what you want. It's all about goals, mate. But yeah, that, it's all about it goals is. and also opinions. But I don't, I don't mind VAR being used. But then when they use VAR and then get the decision wrong, I mean, they had a look at that foul in know. the build-up to Manchester United's um, goal, and it did look like a foul to me. I'd have given that as a mm. foul, and they fucking went. Well, yeah, it's probably not. The goal stands. Weird. What? One other thing I was disappointed in is obviously last season when they first had Keane and Sunas on together, we were delighted. And, we, and we've spoken regularly on this podcast about how much admiration we have for Sky Sports coverage of the game yeah. and all of the individuals concerned. However, part of me did think the problem is now is that they've got Jose, Sunas and Keane together, which on the face of it should be a dream ticket. But the problem is... It's the three school bullies, right? Mm. And they've all formed a gang together and they all basically get on because they share a similar worldview. Yeah, yeah. And it was much better when Keane had, like... When Keane's got someone to bully, like Gary Neville, Mm. and there's an atmosphere of fear. Oh, that time when Joe Hart was in and Joe Hart was sat there Yeah, and he was just terrified, just sat there frozen to his seat. But, you know, Sunes basically just likes and admires Roy Keane. And you know it's getting to the point to say, Roy, you and me... We should take it to the next level. I'm talking socialising. Maybe with the wives, maybe not. A bit of dinner, perhaps, I don't know, visit a national trust site. Maybe <laughs> but I've... me and you need to be spending more time together, Roy. Okay? But... I've noticed with you, you're a lonely man. I've got my friendships in life, yeah. you know. I, I was friends with Dale Winton, right, for many years. Many other people. Who are your friends? You don't have any. I'll be your friend, there was, Roy. There was those two student guys in Durham, but you don't see them anymore. I've heard all about <laughs> I read that about it. on a podcast. How do you how do you know about them? <laughs> I read about it in your book. And I read those couple of couple of fucking Nancy boys who do the podcast. <laughs> you know the one. Yeah, I've heard about that. I'm dealing with that. <laughs> That's my I'm not sure saying. about friends, you know. I think it's you know, I I had a friend once. I had a friend once and he, and he betrayed me. He went off with his skateboard when we were supposed to be playing football. And I swore to myself that day I'd, I'd never have another friend in my life. Aye, but I'm different, aren't I? I'm different from all those other people. Those friends who let you down. I don't have a skateboard, Roy. I'm not allowed one after my heart surgery. <laughs> I'm not going to let you down with a skateboard or any other kind of transport. <laughs> Modern transport. <laughs> A C5. I don't believe in it. A Segway. Nothing like that. (laughs) One of them hoverboards. One of those electronic scooters. No, no way. (laughs) Rollerblades. If I go anywhere, it's either in in my chauffeur-driven Mercedes or it's by foot. (laughs) (laughs) On a jet plane. (laughs) First class. I'll give it a go. Oh, well, I don't know where I was then. I went a bit yeah. Scottish. Anyway, I don't. I think it's lacking conflict, yeah. and I think I don't know whether Gary and Jamie are so, too scared of the others, and Possibly. that's why they've been asked to be put in the gantry with it's, Martin Tyler. Yeah, it's it's but like you say they're all they're all alpha, me, they're all alpha male in it, aren't they? And they're all too comfortable yeah, with it all. Exactly, and I think that you know the only good bit today was where he started saying, "Look at that there in the tunnel. Did you see this? I missed that. Look at them there in the tunnel. About it, yeah, they're out chatting and hugging Kissing with each cuddling. other." It's ridiculous. Yeah, leave that till after the game. Or in fact, don't do it at all. Don't even do it after the don't game. Don't speak to them after the game. <laughs> don't acknowledge them. They're your enemy. <laughs> so that was uh, that was quite good. But it was, I feel like he's getting a bit relaxed and nice. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on it. But, you know, I know that some of the Sky people are listening. And all I would say is mix it up a bit. Yeah. Roy Keane and Graham says they need people to intimidate. 
They like each other too much. We're missing conflict. I think, just to sum it all up as we come to the end of this episode, what we've learned over the last 30 plus minutes is that the wall is now better than Premier League football. I think it is. I think it is. We've turned the corner. Yeah. So there we go. Do you want some quick news of that news before we go? Yeah, go on. These are from a few days ago, but you probably haven't heard of them. Paris Zoo unveils the blob, an organism with no brain, but 720 sexes. Yeah, I've heard this. I'll give it a 10. Okay. But obviously I was disgruntled because it seemed to have nicked our... They've nicked it um, from us, haven't they? Uh, our, our random blob, fixture yeah. generator. Yeah. yeah. Um, cat accused of delivering drugs to Russian prison colony escapes holding area in petting zoo. Yeah, 10. <laughs> I like anything about escaped animals or, or intelligent cats. That deliver drugs. And finally, yeah. dead man pranks funeral goers by screaming from coffin in pre-recorded message as he's lowered into the ground. <laughs> ten. I mean, it's all there in the in the headline, but That's, even so, I know. But you want more? I want to. I want to hear some more about his background. Yeah, I want yeah. a deep dive. There we are then. That's it from this one. We'll be back tomorrow with another one. Ta-da. Yeah, like it or not, TTFN dickheads. Yeah.